Welcome to the Xbox Addict Podcast, episode 24. We have a special guest from HB Studios. Hi, I'm Anthony Kine. I'm the producer on the uh, Golf Club, which is coming to the Xbox soon. And uh, yeah, I've been invited on to uh, talk about the game. So this is exciting. We have uh, some staff that are crazy about golf. Some of them actually don't play golf for real, but they love golf games. And uh, maybe give us a bit of background about yourself, Anthony, on how you got to be where you're at today as an individual. And then we can talk a little bit about HB Studios and their role in putting forth a game like the golf game. Uh, well, uh, yeah, myself. Uh, I've been it's a loaded in- question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I've been in the games industry for about 17 years, I think, and come up for 18. Uh, I used to be a programmer, started off as a programmer back at a company called Anco in the UK, uh, okay. making soccer games. I made a... Quite. For which platform? Uh, that was the, on the Amiga and oh, the PlayStation 1 as well, I think, was the first title I worked on. Wow. Um, yeah. The Amiga has a special place in my heart, uh, I'll tell you that right now. I, I own an Amiga 2000 and a 1200 still to this day. I've still got my 500 set up, my Amiga 500 still set up. Oh, yeah. that's the thing. It, it, it's hard to let go, right? Oh, that's <laughs> great. Such a great machine. It's like the thing that... But made me fall in love with computers. I used to program on uh, BBC Micros over in the UK before I got an Amiga, and then oh, wow. Amiga, and I could make games on that that were really good, and that's what pushed me into the games industry and made me know that I wanted to make games. The Amiga was bigger in Europe than it was in North America, but I still loved mine. It did a lot of stuff. It just did so much more. So were you involved in sports games on the Amiga, per se? or uh, Yeah, uh, sports games. That's all I've ever done, apart from I had a year where I gave up sports games to see what it would be like to do something else. <laughs> and that's where I got into HP Studios, uh, because I was looking to get back into uh, sports games, and they were looking for a producer. And, you know, we specialize in things like rugby and cricket. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've done a bit of FIFA with EA over the years. So they wanted someone with that sort of background, so I was an ideal fit for the company when, when it came along. Oh, well that's good that it worked out. So HB in general makes sports games. You won't see them making a space shooter or anything like that. It'll be mainly uh, mimicry of or simulations of sports. Yeah, great, we, uh... we sort of specialize in sports. We've done, we've done a few other things. We've done some um, uh, apps last year for children. Uh, we've got a few other ideas running around in our heads that we won't mind trying now. Oh, so you guys are expanding, not just the sports thing. Yeah, uh, the thing is, with our deals, we've we done The Sims uh, a couple of years ago with EA, you know, we helped them out on uh, the iPhone, iOS versions, and okay. the tablet versions on the Android as well. So, you know, we've done The Sims. We've done uh, Rock Revolution was another one we've done here. So that's a music game. But, you know, a lot of our, a lot of our stuff is sports, you know, the... The main, the main guys here at the company, you know, our owner Jeremy is a huge sports fan, big cricket fan. He came from the UK as well. Well, I actually did tweet him uh, a Commodore 64 box of international soccer, and I thought it was the game he worked on. Yeah. And he wrote back, and he's like, no, no, ours was the inspiration or vice versa. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, okay, because I, some person dropped off a box of Commodore 64 stuff to me, and... And that was my first computer, and and uh, I just said, hey, I remember reading something about the guy at HP, <laughs> you know. So I, I tweeted the picture, and he's like, oh wow, <laughs> he just sort of had a bit of a a shock, I guess. So that that's pretty cool. So. Yeah. So it's really cool that he's got a studio here in in Canada that you know sorts like can make sports games, and the, everyone here is very sports centric. So it's 
Oh, that's good. I did try Ace Geographer to, to talk about a little bit of, of that iOS game. I did try that. I have two kids, and um, they, they they liked it. You know, it's uh, it, it's it's kids, right? It, it, they have the attention span of a gerbil, so <laughs> exactly. It, it's hard to to get some good feedback out of a child. So it, it's uh, it's really good, like the studio. You know, we're an indie studio, but we're successful enough that we can take little gambles on things like that. Oh, that's good. You know, and I think the idea came out of Jeremy's children. You know, they, they wanted something a bit like that. I mean, he looked on the app store and there wasn't anything like it. So, Dad, you make things too complicated, <laughs> or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they went okay, and they got just a few, a few guys between projects just to, to do a little like something on the iOS and learn something new. So, okay, good. I'm glad that you guys are expanding new things. That's uh, that's awesome. So, what I want to talk about a little bit about Anthony right now is. Um, the experience of how the beta has gone on Steam for the golf club. I've been part of the early access since the, the beginning. I wasn't on the beta, but I was in the early access. And But I want you to tell how all that funneled into the Xbox One version and how that sort of fused the two together, in a sense. You know what I mean? Either work out bugs and that sort of thing. Yeah, well, it was a, it was a really good thing for us. I've, I've noticed... Like, looking at Steam, I'm a big PC gamer, uh, as well as an Xbox gamer, you know, and um, I, I noticed that people that, like a lot of indie studios were using the early access to get money in to try and finish the development of their game. Okay. Uh, we were in a lucky position that we didn't need to do that, but what we wanted was, we wanted to find out what the community really wanted of the game. So we got the game to a, a stage where we thought it was really, really good, playable game. But we were hitting a crossroads of where do we want to go? We want to make it more simulation. Was this going to be too hard for people, or and do we want to make it slightly easier? Do we want to add like different kinds of things and look see what the community wanted? You know, we we as I said, we're, we're sports guys. You know, we're quite hardcore. Majority of the team are, are big golfers, so we wanted to make a simulation. But you know, are you, are you doing yourself damage by just like selling to it? Two or three hundred people that only really want that. Yeah, it's not appealing to the masses, is what you're saying. Yeah, so we released a game that we thought, okay, this is a fun, quite a fun little golf game, and, and we'll see where we go with that, and we'll put it out. So we put it out for the early access for the. I think that came out what April or March. Uh, it was Easter weekend, I think we put out. April. Yeah, was that was that the early access or was that the I think so. beta? I think early access was April. Yeah, okay, so the closed beta went out first, and we got immediate feedback that. You know, the golfing community and video games just didn't didn't like the arcadey side of the game and they wanted it more hardcore, which suited us down to the ground because that's what we were sort of aiming at. Yeah. So it sort of backed up our, our thoughts and gave us confidence that we were doing the right thing. So yeah, at least you're getting that direct feedback. At least yeah. I know <laughs> I went in the forums and... You know, blacked out my con- my con- suggestions. You know, yeah, I remember so. sitting here watching a Twitch feed of someone like playing the game, and you know, there's a lot of talk about tutorials and stuff like that. And the Twitch feed just proved that you got it in people's hands; they knew how to play it immediately. They could design a course really quickly. They could go out and play the game. So that saved us a lot of development time trying to write tutorials because we were confident then we didn't have to go too mad doing that. And I've done a couple like that. I went in. Uh, our friend John Eric, I'm sure you've seen him post about his palm trees. Yeah. <laughs> well, he asked me, he says, I like your course from the videos you've put up. Can you do a Twitch thing for me? I was like, uh, okay. I didn't know what to expect, to be honest with you. And I did a Twitch feed on building a course. 
Yeah. He hung up the phone. He just thought it was the greatest thing. He thanked me left, right, and center. And uh, it was interesting because it was the first time I was asked to do something of that fashion or that technology, if you will, to educate somebody on building a course that I had done just for the hell of it, right? So that's interesting stuff. Is uh, we're, we're in a new era of... Uh, of gaming here with uh, with Twitch and all these services. Yeah, and that's the thing. That that's what we thought we could get from early access. We set up our forums. You know, it's not something we normally do here. And, you know, I used to work on a game called uh, Championship Manager, which is a very big community. Football game. Yeah. So, yeah, I used to work on that. So, to, to come from um, to come from that and, like, I was very aware of them community-driven sort of games. So, you know, we, we sort of aimed for that and to get instant feedback and to see what people wanted, you know. And we're working with the Unity engine, and Unity is very good at allowing you to prototype things very quickly. So we could see ideas on the forums, uh, or brought up on Twitch, or brought up on the Steam forums, and we can quickly like spend a couple of hours having a look, see if it, was, it would work within our game, and then finish it, and then push another build out. And it was it's really handy. Well, you guys were pushing out builds every Thursday or something. Uh, yeah. I was seeing changes week after week on it's funny. You know, swing mechanics. Yeah, and time something. to do a Thursday build for a few weeks working on the console versions. And people are going, I can't believe this. You know, it's no Thursday. Yep. <laughs> and it's like, well, you look at games like Rust and, and DayZ, and how many times do they get updated? You know, we were doing one a week. I haven't seen an update for, for them sort of games for a couple of months. Oh, yeah. You guys were cranking them out frequently from being in this this game for a while so to speak the builds were coming out weekly and they weren't just tiny little fixes these were more content more bug patches uh you know uh changes in the physics in the swing how far the ball went and just the way things behaved it was impressive i'll be honest i'm not just buttering you guys up but i was impressed yeah i think i think that's the thing as well as i said before like the, a lot of people are using early access to sort of fund the rest of the development of their game and, and we didn't want ours to be like that, you know. We, we didn't need to fund the rest of the game. We had it. We had it. You wanted the feedback was yeah. more valuable than the money. Yeah, it's like, what, what do the community want? We want to make a game that the community want. Because at the end of the day, with a thing like the course creator, if you've got no community, you've got no courses. Well, I've got a question later on for community empowerment, so we'll we'll get to that in a second. But uh, if you can talk about, too, on how big is the team that's worked on this? Because uh, you guys are building different games at any given time how many people were allocated to building this particular project that was leading edge for you guys uh, yeah, we've got about 80 people here at HB yeah. and, um, and on the golf club itself I think we've had about 15 but mainly 10 it's normally some people come off and come and go animators we don't need them all the time so we'll have a couple of animators and another time we'll have a few more artists building a, a few more so 10 to 15 people that's uh yeah th that's considered a small group isn't that's it? a very General. small group yeah and uh, basically all the production side is just run by me you know a lot a lot of the bigger teams you know will have a producer and a, a project manager type person and like somebody like two or three guys running the production but it's just been me you know, and we've got a very small set of programmers as well, you know. I've seen teams where games like Gears of War and these bigger titles, these AAA, where it's a fleet of 200 people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, constantly cranking this thing out, you know. And this is the uh, thing, it's like, do, do you need teams that big? And it's a big... Uh, uh, well, that's the question, right? You guys are going to prove something here, I think, so... Well, see, the thing is, that, is a lot of the time, is that the, a lot of times being taken up by meetings because teams are so big, people aren't talking. 
So to have a slightly smaller team, you're mostly the same amount of work. You know, so I just yeah. you know if I if I give people their area to work on, you know, and then cut down all the meetings. So this one guy's in charge of physics, and another guy's in charge of you know course creation, another guy's in charge of like uh, gameplay. They they want their things to be good. We don't need to give them tons and tons of documentation. You know, it's just oh, I get you. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Well, how long has the game been in development? Meaning, start to finish. Where start to finish. You guys sat in the boardroom and say we're starting tomorrow or whatever. Yeah. So I think we started around. It must have been March, April time last year. So about a year and a few months now. Oh wow! So a year. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, for, for a team of 10 to 15 people, that's pretty good because usually that takes, you know, yeah. uh, a lot longer in general. So that's really cool. That, you guys have made a good progress there, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, and the game was never sort of meant to be as big as it, it turned out to be. <laughs> yeah, open up a can of worms. Yeah, I guess we, we were hoping to get a very quick, like, fun like, golf game out. Like, okay. And, and then the course creator developed very, very quickly into this really powerful tool. Uh, oh yeah, totally. Uh, this this is we've massively over delivered within like a couple of months. You know, <laughs> we had over delivered is never a bad thing. I imagine. No. I'm sure your boss will tell you that. <laughs> it was like okay, after two months, we've got further than we thought we'd get for the whole project. So that that's an arsenal for Christmas bonuses. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we See, look, we cranked it out six months early. Awesome. <laughs> so we looked at it and we said, okay, well, we've got this really powerful tool. Do we want to pull it back to what we originally said, or do we want to actually make uh, make something a little a little bigger. So, okay. when, you know, we, we looked at it, we had a few meetings, and we expanded the scope to be the game that it is. Uh, great move, in my opinion, because I'm of the philosophy that uh, the, you let the community create the content, the game will just keep selling, in my opinion. That just seems what, to ma what makes sense, but yeah. time will tell if that uh, holds rotation or not, you know, that... that that comment so now you guys have an announcement that you guys made today um, and we'll talk about the self-publishing thing a little bit with not having brands like Nike and TaylorMade and all these big golf names inside the game but you guys made an announcement today you go ahead and say what it was and then we can talk about uh, it yeah well we, we're, we're lucky enough to uh, to be in partnership now with uh, Greg Norman and his course design company so uh, so yeah they they for the folks out there that have no clue who the hell Greg Norman is. Yeah, he's got an Australian guy. He's a was world number one golfer for something like 600 and something weeks of his life. Wow. Uh, he, yeah, one of the world's biggest golfers of all time. And also owns one of the biggest uh, golf design companies in the world. Golf course design companies in the world. So, yeah. It's a bit looking at this guy's website, he, I mean, from what I could see there, it looks like he even has steaks. <laughs> yeah, he, food, he, <laughs> food products, and I'm like, wow, yeah. okay, he's into everything. He sells wine, he sells everything. I think I, uh, sunglasses. The guy, the guy's basically a golfing legend. And, uh, wow. Yeah, and he, he I've seen his logo before. His, uh, I'm a graphic designer, right? So I, I, a visual person. So I'm looking at his logo. I've seen that before. Yeah. Being on the golf course and stuff like that. So, yeah. so the relationship with him, if you can explain that a little bit. Well, basically, it's his his. Course, creation, uh, course design company, you know, that they're, they, what they've done in the past is that they go off and design golf courses and put them in like um, uh, a CAD sort of uh, Okay, yeah. 
and then show them to the companies that they're they're like that are going to build these golf courses. And so it's going to be brutally difficult. Yeah, and then they say yes or no, looking at these designs and plans, and then that goes and gets built. So what they saw the potential with the golf club was that what they could do is they could build the golf course that they're planning on building within the within the game. They yep. get their clients to then play the course through our game, and then they can automatically make changes that they want. So they can move bunkers, they can add terrain, you know, add water. And it's so easy with the, the yeah. editor. I mean. And then and then they can export out back to their CAD file and, and create there. So they can they can actually build golf courses before any dirt actually gets built, like moved. That, that's awesome. Our world, this, this, how old is this guy, roughly? Greg uh, Norman, 55. Okay, so he's not an old geezer or anything, so he's probably in tune with technology a little bit. Yeah, uh, and he's got a very, very high-tech, savvy team with him as well. It's like, like he that's perfect. Courses, but they've, they've got a whole office, I think, from what I understand, that just concentrates fully on golf course design. And you couldn't, they, they couldn't help themselves but to play your game, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> and be in touch with you guys to say, hey, this is... Because you guys essentially are the only ones that have made a course. Well, no, actually, in the past, but I mean a good one, <laughs> uh, a course creator bundled with the golf game. You know, and uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But this is that's a great announcement. I think there's potential there to uh, not only for them, but to make the editor better for the community down the road. So these guys say, hey, we need one of these things in in there. Um, you know, and then you guys say, hey, why not? Let's add it for them and the community, in a sense. You know what I mean? So the community benefits from this also. And definitely, and that was one of the things that, why the deal was so appealing to us. It was, it was, you know, they've got a certain amount of things that they need from us, but yeah. that isn't there at the moment, but we, we want to fulfill and we will fulfill for them, which will also feed back into the community and the tools that everyone else gets to use. I think that's just going to make better content down the road, in oh. my opinion, so... Uh, you're just going to get better quality courses made by whoever, you know. I'm sure, uh, uh, you know, we'll talk about community in a minute, but uh, there's been some really nice courses out there. You know, yes. So, yes. So, all right. So, now this is more an Xbox-centric uh, question. Now, working with Microsoft, uh, being self-publishing for relatively new at it, would it be fair to say that? Yeah. That you guys are fairly new at the self-publishing thing, because usually you guys were under the EA thing. Uh, yeah. or another company or whatever. Um, what's it been like to work with ID at Xbox, uh, which is their indie developer division, obviously, and how how quickly, like, give us a scope on maybe some aspiring developer that wants to make a game that is, is it, you know, maybe from experiences to say, hey, look, it takes a little while, but they're pretty easy to work with or whatever, you know? So, yeah, no, they've, they've been great. You know, we've got, we've got a, a guy over at Microsoft that we deal with on a day-to-day basis, you know, I, I talk to him quite often, you know, I've emailed him three times this morning because we're in submission now. That's, okay. Yeah, certain questions, you know, even submitting last week, there's certain bits of paperwork that we have to get right, and, you know, he's, he's immediately coming back to us, always helpful, you know, can ring oh, up good. anytime. You know, they're, they're a great bunch of guys, you know, and, and you know, the machine's a good machine, you know, it's always good to work on, you know, they're, they're, the new submission process is a a little bit long-winded compared to the 360 and stuff like I've that before I worked at HP just because it's so new you know and they're just yeah they're getting probably used to or at least working out the kinks and streamlining it better probably I'm, my guess would be that you can see down a year down the road that 
if you guys put out another game or whatever. But I understand that putting out patches and things like that will be a lot easier. Yeah. And not cost anything for you guys. Yeah, and that's uh, I think as long as we're um, we're improving the title constantly, I don't think it's it, like you're you're punished like you were before. Before it was like you. It was brutal, apparently. Yeah, it was like you'd be you'd be charged an amount of money for uh, oh wow for our patches. But now it would seem that that goes away as long as you're improving the title. Oh, so, good. Like as long as it isn't just you've released a game that isn't great and you're trying to add a ton of patches to it just to yeah <laughs> but if you're, actually, you're always patching it every other week <laughs> exactly if you're improving features and stuff like that and, and you're making the game a better quality game they seem to be very open to that oh good there's a lot of people jumping into this because self-publishing is becoming more and more popular uh, you, you'll get little games to bigger projects like what you guys are doing and I think having a person like yourself sort of give that insight and saying look you know the process is pretty smooth compared to what it was many years ago and you know depending on who you talk to so that's pretty good I I mean a lot of people are curious about ID at Xbox you guys were I did see you guys in there I know that you guys had a logo at the Sony thing Uh, yeah no we we were in there as well I can't I can't remember because I wasn't at E3 this year I was at a wedding so I, I didn't get to go uh, yeah. So I, apparently, both companies gave you guys a lot of love, basically. Yeah, they did. They did. They're, they're very, they're very keen. The only problem we have with them is that they forget we're indie because we we don't look. Oh. <laughs> so because they every every time there's an indie announcement, we're never on the list, and it's like, oh, what about us? Because. Oops. <laughs> yeah, I keep I keep getting on to them about it. I'm going. I, indie doesn't mean eight bit. Yeah, exactly. There's a but, but there's a that line's been blurred now. That's the thing, right? So. You guys have been under the the wing of EA, let's say. You know, you guys have released other stuff with other publishers, but you guys were under that veil, if you will. And now you guys are stepping into the lightness end, so that people are going, oh, okay, they built FIFA and everything else, and then now, you know, that it's good that you're fighting for that in a sense. And hey, don't forget us, uh, by the way. Yeah, you know, so yeah. I, definitely, it's, it's definitely good. You know, our relationship with EA has always been really, really good. And you know, and it's it's one of the things you know, most probably gets people like Greg Norman even to prick up his ears a little bit and say, oh, these guys worked on FIFA and Madden. You know, these guys yeah. are serious. Serious. They're not just some, like... A, a fly-by-night operation yeah. or something. Or, uh, that's that's a good thing, right? So I, I'm dying to ask or, or, or ask you the conversation of making the decision of including a course creator with this title and maybe describe the meeting, <laughs> quote-unquote, the, the meeting that... The discussion, the the fly on the wall conversation, and how that was proposed, and like you were saying earlier, that it came together very quickly. You know. Yeah. Well, it was just it was just a conversation about like we had we had a team that were going to work with EA on on the Tiger game for this. Okay. And they decided they weren't going to do a Tiger game, and um, and we had a, like it was myself and a. And a few others that were sitting here ready to go. We had a lot of ideas, and a lot of them didn't really fit with the Tiger brand either. So it's like, okay, they were thrown to one side. And and then, you know, when that when that got cancelled, we went, okay, so what we're going to do now? And there's several things that are on our our list of things that we could we could move on to. Mm-hmm. We had a conversation about doing a golf game, and like, okay, we could we could do this, but we knew we couldn't. There was no point going head to head with with EA. You know, we didn't want to compete against them there buddies of ours, you know, and they're, they're a good bunch. So we just said, okay, well, well, why don't we give something like to the community? One of my things always was, I don't want to play, you know, Augusta all the time. I want to play 
my local golf course, the one that I played when I was a kid, you know, and I want to play the local one that I play here in Canada. Yeah. In, in Lunenburg, I'm sure there's, yeah. if I remember, I googled Lunenburg and the golf course came up as a nine hole over there, that's by the, the coast. Yeah, it's, nice. you guys... it's a beautiful golf course. Oh, the pictures are amazing. Yeah. I was like, wow, I'd like to golf there one day. Yeah, it's, you know. it's, it's, everything's on a hill, right? So. I'm used to that here. Here are golf courses. So, uh, yeah, it's like that. But I want to be able to play that golf course as a, as a good golfer, you know? In the winter months, you can't play golf. Exactly. That's, right. that's essentially what it's all about. It's those winter months that, let's face it, 10 feet of snow outside, you're not going to pick up a club. Yeah, that's, you have that's, indoor golf. Yeah, when I go out in May, I, I can barely hit the ball because I haven't played for six months. Yeah, exactly. I'm the same way. Trust so me. it's nice <laughs> to be able to... Um... I'm just getting back into the quote-unquote swing of things now with my son playing golf. Yeah. And, and, uh, I, it's bad. <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. And, that, and that's the thing. And we, so we've said that. We, we, you know, we want to... Want to see if we can create a golf course, and we, we we never had a plan to do a golf course creator. It was more like a, a generator, and that we, we use Unity's terrain engine. You know, okay. we messed around with it a bit. We we tried to make some sort of like little tank simulator thing that we could just run some terrain on just to see if it would work. And we okay. took a bit of the code from that and said, how easy would it be to create a golf course? And we were going to just come with a few sliders that would say we want there'd be a lot of bunkers and not much water and loads of trees, and it would create a different experience every time. Yeah, yeah. And as I said, we, we managed to get that up and running like so quickly. But then we put a few more rules in, and then we said, oh, it'd be nice if you could move the waypoint and create your own. <laughs> and then it'd be nice if you could change the size of the greens, and oh, it'd be nice if you could place a bunker. And next minute, we had a, an editor. And we a full-blown editor. Yeah, we weren't meant to do this. Oh, we've, we've created way too much. And um, and that's sort of where it, became, like, where it came from. It was just making a game. Like, all we wanted was a really nice mechanic, really simple unlimited golf courses that was sort of we came out of that meeting and just said if we can do that see where we get in a few months if it's worth continuing um we did it in, like, we got it up and running two or three months and the game was playing well and we could do more i think it plays well i'm using an xbox one controller on steam and it plays really well yeah so. yeah and, that, and that's the thing and so when we got to that point after three months it was another meeting we had after that that was the more interesting final uh conversation because it was Oh my God! Look what we've got here. We, we can actually do something that's actually <laughs> created a monster. Yeah, like, you know, we were going to hit like a sort of good, good golf game for the next generation of consoles, and now we've got we could actually be like the best golf game out there for a while. You know, so. It's shaping up to be pretty good. The the word will be on the street when uh, sales will be out there with the PS4 and the Xbox One. That those guys have never played the game because I have people I talk to every day that go. I can't wait to try that golf game. I was like, well, it's coming. They went to certification. Yeah. It's, it's coming. But at this point here, how many, just to give people out there how popular this thing has become, how many user-created courses are currently out there on the Steam PC? Um, I haven't looked recently. Uh, about uh, a few weeks ago in the last looked, I think we had about 1,600 golf courses. Wow. When was the last time somebody bought a golf game with that many courses in the box? I know, just day of release. And, that, and that's one of the things that the console owners have, have sort of got to be happy about, is that although they're not, it's not out on the console yet, the fact that all the PC early access guys have done all the hard work for them so they can just play and play for the next, you know. Are they going to be synchronized daily or instantaneously to the Xbox? So, uh, you know, for me, Anthony, my... My dream would be to create something on the PC, then go sit on my 50-inch TV on Xbox One and play something I've created on the PC version 
and go over there. Is that going to be doable for people that have maybe the mentality or the the bright ideas like I have, or is that uh, maybe explain how that's going to work a little bit? Or... Um, well, that's the thing. We're sort of, we, we're sort of thinking it is possible at the moment. It's, it's, it's definitely possible technology-wise because okay. that's how it's working. Um, and so, you know, I've got a great relationship with the guys at um, Microsoft, and I've got a great relationship with the guys at Sony, and you know, we're talking to them, and they're thinking at the moment it's all good, but they're not 100 sure. So it's still with some people, and that's why we've got into cert, and we're just waiting to see during that certification process if we get what that answer is going to be. <laughs> yeah, and and it, the, the signs coming out of them at the moment are good. Okay, so, so it's a it's a positive outlook for this these people that are asking. Like I was asking, but there's a lot of people that are going. Am I going to get 1,600 courses out of box with Xbox One and yeah. PS4? And there's people coming into the forums that I've noticed that are waiting, like John Eric. Yeah. Uh, he's basically waiting for the PS4 version, but he's checking out all my courses I've created. He's going, I can't wait to play that one. I can't wait to play that one. And I'm like, well, I don't know if you're going to be able to <laughs> yeah. because it may be you know, locked into PC only, uh, you know, their little world and so on and so forth with the different platforms. So it's good that you guys are putting that forward, that you guys are thinking that this could be really cool and you guys are breaking new ground there I think because you're letting the community build the DLC yeah and, and like I said talking talking to the guys at Microsoft and Sony at the moment we're getting very positive vibe but we're not 100% so we can't announce that we are or we're not yeah it's looking good I think is the best way to leave at that it's, uh, it's not like it's no they said no right off the bat no. I, think, I think they're very keen you know once once one person said yes the other one wanted to keep up as well so it was like okay we're so I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, I'm very, I'm, I'm confident, but I'm always a confident guy anyway. But, yeah. If it does, you guys, um, you guys will have no trouble selling this game. If there is, there might be some, uh, you know, a, maybe a way to transfer them over somehow. Yeah, but I'm, I, I've got a couple of plans in my head, that a way of trying to get some of them courses over to the... Xbox and uh... that'd be great if there if there was a way whether these companies agreed to uh, you know accessing the same cloud of all the the repertoire of, of courses I think that'd be pretty cool but if there's a way to transfer it I think that'll still fix it in a sense you know that'll still get the same result and get people going hey I want to play uh, the secret of Giza on Xbox One yeah you know and that sort of thing so you get all these different so that's great. No, there's, there's there's sunshine at the end of that tunnel, which is good. So my next question is, I've created a couple courses, and is there going to be like a publishing uh, middle-of-the-road area, the way to beta test the course, do you think, down the road? I, th I think you've seen the community speak out about that, but a way to, I've created a course, but I don't want to hit that publish button and have a bunch of people hate hole number 10 <laughs> or whatever. So early access for courses. Yeah, in a sense that you can just share it with your friends or something like that. Have you guys discussed that internally? Or? We have, and it's something that we, we think is a good idea as well. You know, sort of a, like a say like a playground, a sort of sectioned off area where you can release them into the into the semi wild before actually putting them out. I, I've ran into that personally, where it's like, oh man, hole thirteen sucks, and I've been told that by twenty people. <laughs> I wish I'd go in there and fix it and not have it. Uh, you know, play a few rounds with some buddies. And then they could have gave me that feedback out of the gate versus, oh, it's published and I get a release version one, two, three, four. Yeah, and the whole reason why we didn't do like being able to republish, like edit the courses once you'd published them was the, the fact that if I say got a hole in one, and you and then you changed it from a par three to a par five, and it's like, oh, my hole in one doesn't exist anymore. 
Yeah, exactly. I could see the reasons be behind it. I, I really and, could. And that thing, the, the solution we sort of came up with was that we'd have like a little sort of that sort of area where you'd... that playground, like you said, for course creators to say, just bring your buddies in, play a few rounds. What do you guys think? Hey, it's good to go. You publish it and you live with the consequences thereafter, or, or the the comments and things like that. So, now this is a, a, a my next question is a sort of a heavy charged question, if you will, because I know this is new territory for you guys. I know that you guys have a community manager now, HB Lawrence, super nice guys, talked to him a couple times. But what is HB Studios' plans to empower the community, not just the course creators, but the pro golfing people that can't build a golf course to save their life, but they love the game. They eat, breathe, sleep the golf club. And is there plans down the road to empower these people somehow you know that you guys have discussed over there that uh, when people will be listening and going hey look they're going to be you know um, well at the moment it's sort of all open you know the, we were really shocked actually the amount of people there were out there that really wanted a, a good golf simulation game and it's one of the things why we did the early access city and we were surprised how hardcore people wanted it you guys need to get out more yeah it was like, <laughs> we, we didn't understand that you know it is you know the, the market for the last 10 years has been basically either Tiger or Hot Shots, and there's not really been anything else, you know. Well, I don't think I'd call Hot Shots a real golf game. But I, don't, I think it's a very well done game. You know, we golf, I, I really... It's more arcadey, obviously. Yeah, exactly, and that's the thing. And, and, and when you look at the titles that are out there, you're not thinking, oh, there's a big hunger for real hardcore simulation golf games. But as we've, as we've found out, there is, and that community sort of exploded on us, and we weren't really expecting it. <laughs> when we announced it, I'd love to have seen you guys, your faces. Yeah, it, when that howl went down, it's like, uh, I mean, <laughs> you know. When we announced it, I think it was a Friday, and I sat at home on the forums like all weekend, and my girlfriend was saying to me, "What are you doing?" And I was going, "I'm just on the forums." She goes, well, "This is like insane. You were on there for like 12 hours, you know." But it, they're a great bunch of people on there as well, you know, and, and they're all passionate about the game. They're very passionate. I'm part of that community, and I'll be telling you that. You've got these different groups of people. You've got your pro golfers that will shoot 10 under on your course, and you can't even do plus one, yeah. you know, uh, or break even, you know. And you've got, like me, for example, I prefer creating the course, the whole creative process of making this thing, right? So you're going to get these different groups in the community and empowering these people. Uh, I helped out Obsolete Nexus of the uh, Invitational that was out. I'm sure you saw that in the forums. I did indeed. Yeah, and him and I, let me tell you, Anthony, it was like splitting hairs judging these courses. They were so good. And that, that part of the community initiative that, you know, you guys participated a little bit in there, and, which was really cool. So that, that, that's what's going to, that tidal wave is coming is what I'm saying. Yeah, and that was the thing why we got Lauren on board as well. We just couldn't handle it anymore, especially as the game, you know, we were making the console version and stuff like that you know we were you know once we once we finished got the like the pc version to a point on early access that like the gameplay version we had to move everyone on to doing the console specific stuff that's, okay that's when it really you know the work really ramps up and then you know we put like a date we want to get finished and we're going okay we need to get this done it's a, there's not much time after that to to work on <laughs> Yeah. As well, you know, you're spending, you know, we've been leaving the office at like, midnight every night, but, uh, so there's not much time to be sitting on the forum. That <laughs> community is something that I was very well aware of that we didn't want to neglect. 
Oh, they're they're going to be your bread and butter because yeah. it's a centri- uh, community-centric game, yeah. uh, from what I'm able to see. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a, I'm going to make a prediction for you. You're probably going to need more community managers <laughs> as time progresses because this thing's going to explode on you probably. <laughs> Hopefully, that'll be good for us. Time will tell. I'm assuming with the so, like I said, it was a very convoluted question because you guys haven't crossed that bridge yet in the sense of the it's not officially quote unquote out yet it, you guys are kind of done but yeah. and that's uh, in reality right so, it's a long term project for us so it's, it's like well that's the other stuff too right there's a lot of people were asking that and, well are you guys just popping this thing out and saying goodbye to the next project yeah, which is some other game right we don't, we don't want to do that you know we want we've, the way that we've gone about it and the way we've got the community involved it's, it's something that you know we can push it out there and we can go okay this is this is our golf game what do you think of it how do you think we should improve it you know well maybe give us a taste of what things you're planning on adding to it that's not already in there that are on a maybe an important list or something that people can go oh they're going to add this but you know their commitments six months later or something you know uh, yeah well there's plenty of things you know we've got that, we've got a few new things going at the moment I'm looking over uh, our uh, our lead artists uh, shoulder at the moment as I'm talking to you seeing one of them okay but I can't see what that is uh and so it's all top secret. It's all top secret, yeah. Uh, you're no fun. for an announcement, I think, because uh, I don't want to get you all too excited before the game comes out and then things aren't in it. So that's good, though. At least the commitment's there uh, long-term, because a lot of people, that worries them. Oh, they made this golf game, and the physics do this, and they never fixed it, or whatever. You know, whatever the case is, is that your commitment seems to be there for a long-term versus just, oh, it came out, thanks, guys, see ya. Yeah, and a lot of game companies do that, right? So yeah, and that's definitely not the road we want to take. You know, half the team at the moment now we're in the console uh, stuff. We're we're fixing bugs for you know both versions that we know need to be fixed. You know, PC version we're improving the mouse controls and keyboard controls. They weren't really optimized very well. Okay. PC version. And while that's happening, you know, our designer and our um, lead artist and our graphic artist they're, they're out designing stuff for what's coming next, you know. Well, that's cool. My last question to you, are you guys planning on incorporating a handicap system? Um, that is something we're very much looking into. Uh, so, so well, yeah. You play we, golf, right? Uh, For real? Yeah, we, we want to do it. It's just, there's a lot of complexities about it with the user-created courses, you know, the stroke indexes on the holes, how yeah. you because you know the handicap system and the formula how do you police that that's the thing yeah exactly how do you say well you get an extra stroke here on this hole because your handicap's 30 or whatever you know yeah so so working out the AI for that stroke index working out the AI course difficulty so it's actually you know got a proper number that they've got in real life golf in real life you've got these sets of formulas yeah I've seen them they make my nose bleed yeah exactly so to get that to work right, you know, you've got to design something out. It would be something, you know, something that I've said very early on, once we announced the golf club, it's something we'd like to do, and and we are looking into it. It's just dependent on if we can get the system right, because my opinion is... Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's, it's important to get it right, because these guys are, yeah. uh, you know, they get angry and start saying stuff they don't really mean, and they regret the next day, and I know what that's all about. So I, I, I've had my community moments like that. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, how many people play over there? I've been watching the Twitter feed for HP Studios, and you guys had a little tournament or something there on Friday, or yeah, we did. Uh, do you guys, my question is, do you guys play golf for real over there? Yeah, we do. Like quite a few of us actually. Um, the golf team, you know, was sort of built around the group of guys that actually play golf in the studio. That's important. 
<laughs> we, we wanted it, the, the game to be a passion of everyone that's working on it. Okay. You know, good. and that's good. You know, I'm I'm a member of the local golf club here. You know, so I don't get trouble. I used to get out three times a week before we started working on this game. Funny, <laughs> the, the, the golf game that I'm working on is stopping me from playing golf in real life. <laughs> Let's just say that uh, finding time to play real golf is always a challenge. I have a membership at the local golf course here, and I got out this weekend twice, and I was happy. Didn't golf really well, but. Uh, you know, like you said, you, you spend, you know, six months in the winter, you get back on the course and your stuff's in the bush and you're like, oh man, you know, it's just sort of trying to go through it. But I'm teaching my son how to golf a little bit too, so that's, oh, that's good. Uh, but that's good that you guys are passionate about the game because that re- reflects in the game itself. You can, you can see that I think you guys were going for, it feels like you're playing real golf versus golf simulator with all the stats on the screen and the arc already painted for you. So, any uh, last words you would like to share with the community and stuff like that? That uh, maybe more Xbox-centric stuff or anything like that? Or uh, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you very much.